As our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. Just sounded like um. You didn't know it was rusted root. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. sounded like some old, uh, old time, like you know, back in the old time hoedown. Yeah, exactly. Something out in the boondocks. Should do it, yeah. Out some kind of uh, I don't know. shack. It uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's a great album. When I woke by rusted root. I don't know. 
if you're a fan or not, but it's uh, there's some pretty uh, uh, there's some uh, pretty uh, pretty deep tracks on that as far as uh, meaning. Lyrics. Somewhat of a musical eclectic you are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, welcome to the 44th installment of The Lost Dial. My name is Mike DuPont. Um, sitting across me is T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, ladies. His head is a little higher than mine today. Is it? Yeah, of course. Oh, you mean because you're feeling ill. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I have a uh, wicked bad uh, kidney stone pain, driving me insane uh, the past couple of days. So yeah, I'm doing the show in misery. In misery. I've huh? done it before. I've done it before, but today it's just really bad. Yeah, there's been other days where you just couldn't make it at all because mm. it was so bad. Yeah, that was also laziness too. Oh, I see. That's the T- truth today. Comes out. Today should be a day where I was. I was like, today should have been a day that I said no. I'm not going to do it because uh, last night was terrible, and I like. I don't even have notes, dude. I I, I would say that I took a vacation from the news, mm-hmm. which is kind of true because whether I felt crappy or not, I'm going to take a break from the news because I'm so sick of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even know what's going on in the world. But like, these are my notes for today. This was supposed to be written last night. Wow. I got, yeah, I'm not going to like, it. It's only like less than two lines of, of stuff. Compared he, to. Usually he has like a whole page full yeah, of uh, things with arrows and yeah, stuff pointing arrows. to it. So I'm pretty glad that I came prepared oh, with stuff. Um, Good. Thank and, God. In fact, like I even. Like, There's one that's so ridiculous. Did I even, did I even get into. Like, wow. I don't, I think, I think it's better to have more stuff to talk about, like. Even if we don't get to it that way, you know. I use I use these pages like most of these notes. I don't even talk about, but I use it to like draw and color all over. And yeah, as we're discussing mm, said item, mm, or maybe we're talking about something that you have that, no that, interest that I don't in. care about. I'll start drawing little little huli huli majiggers all over the place. <laughs> mm. uh, what what, do, you call, what do you call those? What do you call those? Doodles. Doodles. Yeah, yeah. I love to doodle. <laughs> Such a simple word, mm. Mm. and I just couldn't think of it. Wow. Uh, but yeah, what, I like the doodle. The, there is. I was actually doing the same thing too last night, going through trying to find news stuff to talk about, and I actually found finally the page I was looking for, like on Huffington Post, that had um, weird news basically. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying on Huffington to, Post. Yeah, which they actually have their own segment of weird news, and um, I forgot to go back to go and you know look at stuff. I think it was last week, maybe possibly Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't remember what day it was, but it was National Cleavage Day. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I, I had the whole. Uh, what's uh, what's headline. the significance behind that? Just, um, uh, I don't know, like who it's who started it. Is it affiliated why? with breast cancer? I would think it would be, but I, I didn't see breast anything cancer about month it. Month is October, so April is. I've seen like, every month is is dedicated to something. Right? It is at least maybe a couple of them things because this month is national poetry month this month is national um nobody cares <laughs> I, hey i care i'm a writer um arbor month arbor day autism arbor month? day is one that people should pay attention to but nobody could give two craps about arbor day yeah that's true um there's two other things like you know big causes i think like autism or some kind oh, of yeah, mental this is, is it autism? autism yeah i saw something about autism there's one other thing but i can't remember what it is um but like you said every month always has something that's the autism thing is very interesting because we've gone in the past like 20 years from like uh, one child in 
25,000 would have autism. Now it's one child in every 100 and something. Or possibly... oh, I thought it was like one in seven. I don't know. Some crazy <clears throat> number, which I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about autism. Like I, I've never done like too much research about it. Um, and I think they're still like trying to define exactly what it is, and there's all these different types of it. I'd say it's like Asperger's, but uh, ten times worse, like fit-wise. And, mm. and normally these kids are, I mean, I just can't say kids because there's a lot of grown-ups now with, with autism and Asperger's. I have a cousin with Asperger's. They're, just, they're brilliant people. Mm-hmm. They're just, um, I mean, there's a lot of social issues, and there's a lot of uh, temperamental issues involved in it. Right. Autism's bad. Um, like people with autism can, I mean, um, Asperger's can still lead a fulfilling life and people with autism, I think can for the most part, but it's a little bit more debilitating. I think like Mm -hmm. there's, um, there's stretches of time, um, that it's hard. Like, you know what, uh, you know what teachers do in some places where it's allowed, I guess still, because States have had to, uh, outlaw this with kids with autism when they have fits in schools, they put them like in a room. Well, there's, there was this one teacher who uh, it actually made news because I guess the state legislator, legislature um, had to pass a law, um, but this lady still did it in school. She, would, she had a big, huge, like, duffel bag, hmm. like a big duffel bag, like a big Adidas duffel bag, and she had an autistic child, and when he would flip out, she would stuff him in this duffel bag. Wow. Like, because it's good, I guess it's good to put him in confined spaces, not like, you know, throw him in a scary closet or a dungeon, but like, you know, like, sometimes under a desk is good, or like a little room all to them, or even a big room, but just like a little cubicle to themselves where they can do their own thing. Mm-hmm. This woman would actually stuff the kids in a duffel bag. She got a lot, she got reprimanded for it, because the st- like, whatever state it did happen in, uh, they had passed laws about that because that was like a, that was a thing they used to do. Wow! Before they knew too much about it, these kids would just like act up and throw fits, and to calm them down, that's how they would do it. They would confine them by stuffing them in weird things like duffel bags. Wow. Well, I'm hoping that's not you know a problem. Any well, not where's a problem, my tissue? My nose is running that. like a sieve too. Mine is a little bit, uh, partially because uh, it's allergy season. Yeah. Spring is bittersweet for me. I love to see, you know, the warm temperatures and the leaves coming back. Um, I love my car covered in pollen. <laughs> that's the uh, better part of the Waking whole. up hacking my guts out. Because uh, when I went down to Florida, like, as further south I got, the more spring-like it was. Like, yeah. the leaves were returning to the trees. Like, oh, my God, it's beautiful down here. But <laughs> kept seeing all of these cars that had been parked maybe just not even that long, but just covered in pollen. They were orange, yeah. No, these were green, green or oh, really? Pollen, yeah, yeah. But it's like orange more. Like uh, maybe in different places, it's different colors. Well, around green? here, it's usually yellowish green. I call it orange because I orange. <laughs> <laughs> because your car is orange. Well, just recently, but I mean, uh, having a silver car prior, um, it definitely made it look orange. I just like orange. So anything that's like closely, <laughs> you know, in the yellow category is just yeah. orange. Yeah. So bananas. Orange? No, they're yellow. Okay. Uh, school buses? Orange. Orange? Yes. Oh, well, that one. That, Everybody, that, that everyone's one colors differ you know, differ a bit as far you know, like what, what I, I see definitely. I, I believe that. I think that what I see is different from how everybody else sees. I think everybody sees things a little bit different. Hmm. That is. That that's is why. We're, true. That's why we're so effed, and we're like we. And they also say that men are more susceptible to being uh, colorblind anyway. So maybe some things are a little off. Men are more susceptible to being colorblind. 
Yeah, I is guess. That what you said? Yeah, or like white you're, people. <laughs> men, men. <laughs> you're, you're a pad there. Is that yellow? It's orange. It's orange. I know you have orange highlighter, but well, it's dark in here. I guess maybe if the lights were up, I'd, I'd turn say them it's up yellow. already. When you came in here, they're all dark and dingy, but that's because mm. you were like, I don't know. I guess <laughs> you're still being sickly. So. <sighs> oh, I was. Uh, I was testing a. Uh, an onion report that mm. I'd like to play later. That was supposed to be done last night. I'm trying to get this article. Um, article that I read uh, last night as I was, you know, searching for news. Um, On the Huffington Post. Actually, no, this one is for the, from the Record Journal. Oh. So that's this is local news. This is Meriden news. Record Journal, Meriden's oldest printed form of news. <laughs> Most, I guess, reliable. I mean... <clears throat> I don't want to talk bad about the paper that I My wrote grandparents like the Record months. Journal more than the Hartford Current. Really? They find it to be much more, um, uh, well, I guess, I mean, they also tend to stick with more local stuff. Oh, yeah, because it's local. It's, it's, you know, Southington. But it's not that far away. In the, in the grand scheme of things, uh, Meriden is a, uh, Meriden might as well be in Hartford. If the, the, the further <laughs> away from the map you get, the closer those two places get, so. I suppose. Sorry, computer's making weird noises. Not mine. The, oh, it's humming. It is. Kind of makes me worry, but not really. Um, it's done weirder things, like when the screen completely went green. You weren't here that day when that happened. It went green? Yeah, the whole screen went green. So mm. we ended up having to shut down the whole computer. Fortunately, we didn't lose the show, even though I didn't save it. So that's why after every segment, I stop and I save everything. Right. So It's good. So what happened in Meriden um, Monday? A Middletown man faces uh, drug charges after the police. A Puerto department. Rican guy shot another Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> End of story. And not no, even. Not even. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, think that would make the because it's. I don't want to say that's normal, but um, mm. faces drug charges after the police department and crime suppression unit watched them watched him conduct several drug deals and try to eat his marijuana during a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm it was gonna, only marijuana. Oh my god. Oh, it gets better. Um, Let's see. He was arrested Thursday night and charged with narcotics possession, possession with intent to sell, intent to sell within the school zone, and possession of controlled stu- substance. Um, let me skip down here. Uh, after seeing the driver commit traffic signal violations, the officer pulled the vehicle over, and the driver was moving strangely in the vehicle and appeared to be aggressively. Wait, he, he made something. a moving. He made a moving violation, which was the cause of pulling him over. Well, I skipped a paragraph. Um, they were conducting surveillance when they noticed a vehicle they recognized from other drug cases driving suspiciously, oh. Oh. stopping periodically to meet with people, then driving off again. Uh, but the driver was moving strangely in the vehicle and appeared to be aggressively eating something as officers approached. When officers reached the vehicle, they could smell marijuana. Upon questioning the man, he admitted to eating a small amount of marijuana. Yeah, and they told him to smile, and his teeth had <laughs> weed stuck in every yes. crack and crevice. While searching him for weapons during uh, processing, police noticed him tense up when police padded his midsection. He's, his he, bare midriff? Did he have one of those belly shirts on? Oh, it gets better. <laughs> uh, he told police he had other drugs in his box. Police found about box. eight grams of crack cocaine. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. So he was released on $35,000 uh, bail or bond and is scheduled to appear in Meriden Superior Court on April 20th. That's so weird. I, I consider crack definitely um, a big deal. Marijuana, not so much, I think. I think a lot of people do. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people do, too. I think that's, uh, I think that's one, of, uh, one of the things Barack's waiting for his second term. I think he's going to legalize nationally marijuana. Hmm. Or try to, anyway. Well, we shall 
See, I don't. I have, still have yet to really form an opinion on it because it's not something I've I don't smoke in. weed. I used to. I can't anymore. It causes. It gives me anxiety. Hmm. Um, but I have nothing against anybody that does because I do not see it as a gateway drug. And uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of propaganda against it. Um, it's it's been demonized more than I think. I think it's been demonized more than any other drug because of its 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 title, the gateway drug. It's bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I. I don't really have an opinion yet, to as put we're it all, that way. As we're sniffing like crazy, because we just did a bunch of lines of Coke. <laughs> <sighs> but we call it pollen, that's what, what we call What did it. you see on um, the, uh, yeah, we were doing lines of pollen on the hood of our cars. Mm. What, did, what did you see on the Huffington Post? Oh, um, that was about the National uh, Cleavage Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there okay. was a video. Uh, there was a reason of, why we started talking about months in there. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, a video on there, because my friend sent it to me once I told her, I was like, hey, you know, today's National Cleavage Day. So, and I posted on Facebook, uh, not the video, but just the fact that it was. And I said, you know, dress accordingly but appropriately because, you know. If Wendy were here, she would say that's so inappropriate. <laughs> um, she's not a big uh, – uh, some days. I don't know. I was going to say she's not a big cleavage shower. But, uh, she's pretty modest. She, yeah. Um, but, yeah, this particular video – You don't need to show cleavage in here for the guys to <laughs> – Yeah, it'll get too much – it'll just be too much worse for her feels like my pen. It's not my pen. Um, the video itself had a bunch of uh, women running around, not running around, but walking around in London. In, in London, um, they just had like uh, uh, trench coats on and they just took them off like in the middle of the street. And Like a flash mob? Sort of, but they all had like lingerie on it. And <laughs> I think they were actually advertising for some lingerie store. Because they all ended up there. I, 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 love, the I love Europeans. They don't care. Yeah, they don't. They are so just, they're such, it's a free for all over there. I don't know. I've never been to Europe. I'd really like to go. They just don't care. When it comes to um, uh, sex and stuff, um, yeah, they're, they're, they don't, they just, there's no line in the sand over there, it doesn't seem. <clears throat> yeah, they're, they have totally different uh, censorship than we do. Yeah, and I was actually talking to somebody about that. I mean, um, that's, that that would be a good thing to to, to go back and, and or do some serious uh, studying about because you could figure it out. Why? Um, I mean, the United States is a product of Europe. It's a huge product of Europe. Right. Where did that Where did that change in the past four hundred years of people coming here from Europe? You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was, it's changed in Europe. Um, while the United States was already, you know, becoming its own cultural melting pot. But still, I don't know. I don't think uh, they talk about the Romans. They talk about the Greeks just not giving a crap. Mm -hmm. Guys had wives. They also had male partners that like lived in the same houses as them or dwellings, whatever they were like. I don't know. It just seems like they um, a lot of Europeans have always been that way or a lot throughout European history. Mm. The Greeks and the Romans, anyway, there were a bunch of yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, didn't seem. I mean, his, from what I've heard, it doesn't seem like there was a, a line in the sand as far as I guess. <laughs> <they'd say. laughs> All right. Um, oh, that's not even the mouse to this computer. I'm trying to find out the other news. I think well, I had other Huffington news. I wish we had Miss um, Huffington herself here. She Everybody's like, person? "What is she? What is she?" I think she's, I think she's Greek. She's got an, she's got a, an accent that nobody can quite peg. But I think <laughs> she's Huffington is not a Greek. She married this guy Huffington, 
Oh, so that wasn't her original name. No. She's a married lady. I'd love to do an impression of her, but I suck at impressions. Yeah, I don't even know what she sounds like. Oh, no? I mean, I've seen her before, but I've never, like, actually heard her speak. They have her on MSNBC all the time. Oh. Okay, that's... Blabbering. Probably why. Blabbering. It's not my main news source. My main news source has always been CNN. Ew. Ew. You and my mother. (laughs) What's wrong with CNN? No, it's all right. It's, It's all right. What did they do? I don't know. They, I, I like. I tend to. I lean towards MSNBC more because they are more political driven. Hmm. They kind of. I mean, even with CNN likes to talk about all the stupid little things happening all over the world. You know, then they're all stupid things, mostly for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. um, MSNBC they they talk politics all day long. And oh, I like, so it's mostly. I, I like I like that stuff. So, <clears throat> except for recently, because you took a little vacation from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The two things you have written. Um, no, one's one's about Betty, one's about Sherry. Oh, we'll probably have to wait for. Uh, we could we can give it a shot now. Um. Oh God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, John Hamm did direct this episode as well, and he, I think he directed the 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 opener, right? Um, as far as oh, I know, he didn't have the song. Yeah, as far as I know, he directed this one. He did direct. I don't song. know if he directed the last one. It was very Betty focused. It was. It was uh, all about Fat Betty. Fat Betty. And Betty got back. What I wanted to mention about that, she has her own Twitter account already. Fat Betty does. Fat Betty does. God. Um, and it's. I read it, most of the tweets. They are absolutely hilarious. It's. It, you don't really notice. You see it in her neck. But it's when she gets out of the bathtub. Yeah. You're like, whoa. And even, even before she's that, got a I didn't huge even really back. notice. Yeah, I didn't really notice notice until like... Until, like, until nothing was mentioned about a pregnancy, you would assume she gained weight because she's pregnant. Right. But it's it's because Betty is a... This is awesome. I love this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the whole song before? The whole song. Yeah, the whole... Because it's very... Uh, the drums are just insane, and I love it. How long is it? Five minutes. No, I, I no, I've never. Yeah, it's awesome. <clears throat> Although the last like minute is just like. Do 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 do. It's so. Uh, uh, I, I got to think of a, that. That. There's uh, <laughs> there's uh, there's a good word for this. This theme, but I can't quite come up with it. It's brought to you by RJD2. That's who does it. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of I, I would say I'm a growing fan of his music. I, after I discovered this song, I Let started me write listening to other down. stuff. What is, I gotta look that kind of that up. RJD2. RJD2. He right. kind of falls under like um, hip hop instrumentals because a lot of hip hop artists use his music for, um, you know, for you know beats and stuff. But he also falls under uh, electric music, like electric dance music, sort of. Because he's done a lot of other music that people uh, know of, but. They never knew that maybe he did it. Like, Ghost Rider is, like, I guess one of his biggest hits. I played once on the show. I don't think I said it, but the, when the f- very first season, AMC was promoting the very first season of Mad Men with an Amy Winehouse song. Mm. It was never featured in any of the episodes, but, like, you know, the little commercials that the, that the TV stations make to promote. Right. They always take the most. They always take the most dramatic clips, and then when you see the clips in the episode, it's mm-hmm. like nothing. Right. Like they they <laughs> do it to get you all worked up. Like for this for this episode last week, there was a, a t, you know like a next week on Mad Men, they show um, uh, Henry Francis say, 
Oh, well, better he's got bigger secrets than that, and then cut, and then it's another clip. Mm-hmm. So you think he's referring to Don. Right. But in the episode, he's not referring to Don. He's referring to he works for the mayor. Right. A mayor exactly. in New York. Exactly. That's who he's referring to. But I love how they do that. They get people so worked up. But I would say it was a good episode. Uh, to, I mean, what episode isn't a good episode, but... Do you think that she will shed the pounds? Let's let's put let's put money on this. That she'll shed. Will the she pounds? shed the pounds by mid-season or by? I just can't see her being fat. Like staying fat. I can't see her staying fat. Mm. I don't know. I think that they'll go in. They'll remove the thing off her thyroid, and thyroid has a lot of has a lot to do with your of uh, women. I think with women anyway, their weight. I don't know about men. Yeah, I've heard about Hypo, someone who had a hypothyroidism, had a thyroid problem, and their yeah. weight comes and goes. Mm. So, so they'll fix her up, and she'll lose some weight. Yeah. She's got to stop eating a, um, uh, Sally's um, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> you had your own Sunday, but you don't I, need I to eat that. hers. I did notice that, and you know, what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna wonder because I, I was kind of wondering maybe she lied to uh, to Henry. That's his name, right? Her yeah, Henry Francis. He's yeah. a dick. I when Don know. calls <laughs> to find out, he's like. He's such a dick. Yeah, I hate I, him. I don't really like him either. But then again, I don't really care for Betty anymore either. So I was. I've always had a. I've I've always liked her and disliked her. You mean you like to like her? I mean you like to dislike her. <sighs> it's weird. It's. It is kind of weird because like I, like this like last season season four I hated her because anytime you saw her she she wasn't featured that much in it but. Uh, every time she was in it, it was just something about the kids, and she was just being very, um, and the house, she was being very um, uh, unfair and just unreasonable with Don. Mm-hmm. You know, she slaps Sally and everything, and for something, for something stupid, for her cutting her hair, it's something kids do. Mm-hmm. Give it up, Betty. Yeah, I'm not a big, not a big Betty fan. So, but now like... people can actually sympathize with Betty because she's having a health issue. And... Yeah, I mean, at first we all thought she had cancer, so that's what. At mm. first, and like, well, mm. that's what I'm wondering. Like, maybe she lied and said maybe Don, she actually does I have, have I have a node or a nodule. But she doesn't want people to know. I just wrote she, no, she has a nodule. So maybe she's kind of keeping that a secret and like, yeah, when I told you I didn't have cancer. Mm. Oh, you're saying when she was on the phone and, right. and he's like, what's up? Because, yeah, her face didn't change at all. Like, right. she, didn't get, she didn't get sadder looking. She didn't get happier looking. She just kind of stayed the same. Yeah, she just had this, like, dead look on her face. She's like, I'm fine, or whatever I'm she fine. said. I'm fine. And, and when she did finally break a smile, it wasn't very um, convincing. I know. So that's, that's, that's my possible theory, and maybe this is the year that they might kill her off. <laughs> and uh, maybe not. I don't but know. But, see, then Don's got to take on those kids. Right. It's three kids. That would change the, the Don dynamic. Well, we know how the how the creators want the show to end. They want it to end in present time, when the when the series does eventually end. So there's going to be some time jumps, at some point if that's going to happen. There's time jumps all the time. Like what happened with um what happened with Lane Price having to, you know, his father strikes him with the cane. You got to get your house in order. That mm-hmm. was at the end of last season. He was in love with a a play a Playboy bunny at the at you know at the mm-hmm. Playboy whatever place club the playboy club mm-hmm. um he introduces it, her to him his father he gets mad strikes him down says you got to go and work things out with your wife who goes back to england because she doesn't like being in new york all of a sudden in this season she's back we haven't there's no re- you know you didn't learn I, well it's only the second episode so i'm pretty sure we'll yeah but his, will, will they that. get into that i mean because uh, honestly if they don't i won't be upset because i don't think it would be that interesting to find out how he got his house in order because he right. obviously did and she's back but i right. mean the, the time jumps like you know, 
there was no wedding. There was no Don and uh, how long are we going? Yeah, we'll, we'll be ending wrapping up soon. Oh. Well, I hate this thing that keeps Because I know up. we're going a little longer now, right? Just a little bit. Only because we're putting in our own commercials, which I forgot to work on. But That's stupid. We should have people making commercials for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're getting there. What are you doing? 28 and a half now or something? Yeah, something like that. So I guess now's a good time. I, w- I want to come back and talk about Mad Men, though, because uh, <laughs> it's, it's all I have to talk about today. <laughs> and I think it's a great show. I, I, you could ponder it forever. Yeah, it's, we can. So we'll be right back. This is The Lost Dial. Episode 54. All Noise Radio. Welcome back to the fifth season of Mad Men, <laughs> episode 54 of The Lost Dial on allnoiseradio.com. <sighs> what a great track. What a great show. Yeah. The last two minutes of the song sounds like this, so I just kind of keep repeating. Well, going back to the beginning. if you actually watch it on AMC, they use they use this little part. Yeah, for the commercial breaks, yeah. which I never knew before because I always I always was one, I always wondered if it was a different, if it was something different or if it was... I actually just kind of figured it was different. It wasn't the same song that opens the show. Um, yeah. Um, so I can't help but think of seeing that you know guy falling down. Yeah. And more or less, I mean, I mean, there are a good handful of people now that know about Dick Whitman, but in the beginning of the show, that was. Definitely, um, that whole you know the animation of the guy falling mm-hmm. was significant to the show. I don't think it's as significant now, unless something big happens and you know somebody who really shouldn't find out about what he did. Right. Uh, he's. I mean, he's got his trusted handful, maybe five people who know, and I. Not all of them are that trustworthy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you tick Pete off and enough. Pete's, that was the Pete's, thing too. Pete's gonna get you <laughs> with with Pete what he did in this Pete last Roger. episode. I feel bad for Roger because Roger's a dick. He is a dick. He's a he's not a good man. He is a mad man. <laughs> but I love him. He's awesome. He's awesome. That is true, and I agree with you. You just like how much he doesn't care about certain things, and he'll just you know go off and you know do what he wants to do, and you still end up loving him for it. How cool is that man? How cool is that man? Hmm. He's so cool. <laughs> Why would you not want to be his friend? Why would you not want that as your, your wallpaper? I'm putting that on my wallpaper. Take a drink with him. Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention about Mad Men, which I didn't realize, is that Oops. pretty much all these characters, I don't know who writes for them, but they all have Twitter accounts, and they're all like tweeting regularly about oh, yeah. day-to-day things, uh, stuff that takes place in their office, I think, in like the 60s. Yet they're still somewhat interacting with modern times. It's actually pretty, kind of pretty funny because, uh, I mean, they all have one. Don has at least two of them. Uh, Penny has one. That's funny, Fat Betty. Twitter account for. But yeah, Fat Betty has one. I don't remember what it is exactly. Do you do you think uh, do you think they paid her handsomely to put on that weight herself, or do you think some of it is fake? I think some of it. They're might very be fake. good at that. This, they are these very days. good. They are very, very good, good at these at, at that these days. I've seen some shows where they've done uh, fake 
prosthetics or whatever on people's faces, and it's very, very Convincing. realistic. Looking. And at first, I, I didn't even realize that's what was. I was like, something looks off about her until they talk. It's a, you know what it is fat. because like if she put on the weight, most of the weight herself, I think more of her, the top half of her face would have gained weight. It's like mm. it's more like her jowls yeah. is, or, or, you know, like where they pieced on the neck piece, mm-hmm. like goes up over her, her jawline a little bit. And it looks very convincing, but I was wondering about that. I mean, cause yeah, I think that might be your prosthetics. I think the rest might be, you know, I mean, like, with the budget that show has, I mean, they got to pay these people to do stuff like that, to put on weight and to take off weight. It's mm-hmm. very, uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's not necessarily a healthy thing that they ask of, uh, actors and actresses to do. So I wonder when it comes to show budgets, how much money are they going to give someone like her, who she's not even really a main character anymore? Maybe this season she will be. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, that, I, I think I, that's prosthetics. And um, there's got, people have already got to be putting money. I'm not a betting man, but I, I, I would say that people are already putting money on uh, if she will be fat by the end of the season or she will shed those pounds or maybe she'll die, yeah. like you said. Yeah, maybe she might die for the season. I say most of the budget goes to the set design. Oh yeah. Oh, how a- that, that's what the that show is super accurate. Right. The show is um is held to very high standards because of its accuracy of it being a timepiece. And supposedly, you know, what they say, uh it's they uh spare no expense when it comes to uh, putting accuracy, accuracy as far as it, you know, taking place in the 60s. Everything you see is supposedly you know, they do serious research to make sure that everything, even how they speak. Yeah, before I even watched the series, that's all I heard about it. Like, other than, you know, winning, winning enemies and whatnot. But that's all I ever heard about the show is how... The I writing is exceptional. I can't say that... Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the writing is put off on the back burner because they are so concerned about set design and everything, but... Because you got great characters and <sighs> character development and just story and twists and turns. It's, it's great. So, I, I hope they ramp up Peggy this season, too. I love Peggy. Well, they're already starting. Plus, they introduced a new character. Um, I already forgot his name. The first Jew ever yeah. at a Sterling Cooper Draper Price. And Don has a uh, black secretary. Yeah. Right, Don. whose name is Don. <laughs> That's so, pretty funny. They they do they do work in some funny funny little pieces here and there for it being a very dramatic show. They, right. They they do because it's needed. Because sometimes it's just so heavy, you just need to. <sighs> yeah. Need to laugh a little bit, and sometimes I'm not sure. Am I supposed to be laughing? There and but then there's a show, another show on AMC that I've kind of gotten into. Um, I never was a big, f- I'm not a fan of graphic novels, novels anyway. But The Walking Dead, I've become a pretty big fan of The Walking Dead. A that's a show it. where you don't even see any of the characters' teeth, let alone they <laughs> sneak in something that's semi-humorous. That show is just emotionally draining. I mean, mm. because it's it's it's. It, the zombies are in the backdrop, really. It's a, it's a show about the zombie apocalypse, but the zombies really are in the in the back, uh, you know. In, Until they actually come out and attack. Which... Right. It's it, yeah. Other than that, it's basically about these people surviving mm-hmm. and how they're dealing with one another because all these you know random people have been put together to survive together and help one another out. And that's what it's about. And they don't really they don't really throw too much uh, humorous. Uh, tidbits in there <clears throat> yeah people are, are surprised that i don't watch it and because yeah but you don't like that so not really crap. i'm not really into zombies i, I rarely watch any zombie movies well um, i do think you'd like it because it really is not really not really about the, zombies when, when, about the when, the, when the zombie when the zombie scenes happen they're they're full-fledged they're very gory and it's it like raises your blood pressure but for the mm-hmm. most part it's um it, it it's 
I don't know, and I've, I've had arguments with people that said the character development is not that great and that the characters aren't that great. I don't know. I think they're all right. Hmm. Well, I, I'm not going to say I won't ever watch it because at least as long as it's on Netflix, I have a chance to watch it and start catching up. But as of right now, I don't have an interest in seeing it. I would just report <laughs> the news and the ratings, and I think it broke ratings on their season finale. Like so many people turn, tuned in. I'm like, not as uh, I'm not as uh, in a tizzy about that coming back as I am about Breaking Bad, but I I will be very excited when it returns, probably in the fall or yeah, once this last early winter is released, then I'll be able to just watch it straight through and then be ready, just like I did with Lost, just like I did with Mad Men, um, and we can continue from there. Um, the other thing that did uh, pop up yesterday in Huffington Post was something called Reborn Dolls. Thank God I took the past five days off from the news. Oh, all this stuff I... I this is news you can't use. News you can't use. <laughs> um, in case you ever hear of anything called Reborn Dolls, there are some... I'm just going to go ahead and, sit and say it. There's some sicko weirdo people out there. Oh, my God. Are there ever. Um, these people, they take... Um, they adopt dolls. And these dolls are handmade to look like the real thing. And there are some people that just like to take these dolls and walk around with them and wait for people to come up to them. It's like, oh, look at your cute little baby. And then they realize, oh, my God. And maybe Oh, you mean walking around in strollers like they're real babies? Either in strollers or just, you know, walking you oh. know, in, in their arms and everything. Do, do women, like, actually, like, breastfeed these fake dolls in public? I don't think they do that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'll, I'll put it that way. But they're walking around and they, um, you know, they look really real until, like, you know, you realize that the baby's not moving at all, or you go and touch it and realize, oh my God, this is a doll. And it's creepy. There's a video that's on the Huffington Post. I guess I, I'll post it later because I don't know. It it was so creepy. It made my, I had to go and chase my skin because it crawled away. Cause what kind of dolls? Like um, like uh, the antique porcelain face dolls? Or no, just it's the, those like, you know, baby dolls that you would buy in the store, like for kids. But they're like, um, kind of modified like with more realistic hair um i mean because creepy dolls let me talk let me tell you about creepy dolls those old old school russian porcelain face dolls are creepy they are i mean some of the more modern dolls are creepy too i think the american girl dolls are creepy when i I was one for my daughter they're creepy when i was a kid i was at my uh Instead of my godmother's house, like she used to babysit me, and she had one just. She standing. made you, she 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 made you nap in a room that was completely engulfed uh-uh. in uh, in oh, porcelain she, face dolls. She only had one. It stood like in the other room, <laughs> a room I never actually ever had stepped foot in. Not because of that doll, but I just never went in there. There was no reason for me to be in there. But it always stood in the corner, and the door was always open. And it always seemed like I was watching me, no matter where I was in yeah. the room that I was in. It was like the clown doll in Poltergeist. Yeah, the eyes just kind of seemed to follow you. And even in the dark, you could still kind of see the eyes. Because they're like was, uh, was the um, closet the portal to hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, other than that doll, the, I liked being there. It was fun being there. Um, but that doll creeped that, me that, out. That's a great way to keep kids in line. Have a room full of dolls. Make them nap in there. It's like, yeah, we'll put you in that room. Um, that is, I think, a fear of uh, Zach Bagans and Ghost Adventures. I think he has a fear of <laughs> dolls, I believe. God, I saw, a, I saw a good one, actually, um, a couple of days ago. A Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Um, maybe it was the one where they were in Bisbee, Arizona, and they did two places, because Bisbee, Arizona, is supposed to be this really whacked-out town. I'd love to go there. I've been to Arizona before. I've never been to Bisbee, but it's like, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's an old Spanish town, but it's it's 
got like an artistic, uh, um, almost like commune type deal going on. Mm. And the people are just like very eccentric. And so it adds to the eeriness of the town. But the eerie, just, the town just looks eerie to begin with. And people, I may have seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I'm just trying to remember because I watched it Friday night. So now, and there was no, yeah, no, they were doing a marathon or something. They uh, the cemetery in Ohio. That one was pretty spooky. But one of the houses they were in, in this one in Arizona was the most was definitely and they tried to debunk it you, normally in that show like the evps they're big on they go back and try and um you know try and is this one with the shower curtain yeah the shower curtain okay, one yeah. i've never seen an episode of that show where anything actually Happens. moved uh, yeah right or i mean they see orbs sometimes but it looks like <laughs> dust particles it's like come on but the shower curtain thing yeah, that, that's kind of hard to debunk because they tried to, you know, talk about the water the, in the tub that they were starting the water. Um, yeah, I remember that episode now. I am secretly a sucker for this paranormal stuff. I don't go around looking for it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't believe in it. I wish I could. I wish I had some sort of close encounter with, with something par- like paranormal. That would make you a believer. Right, because it's so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But nothing has, you know, I've been creeped out by things, but nothing that I couldn't explain. It's like, oh, that was just a breeze, or, you know. Right. I mean, that, that was just a breeze knocking over a piece of wood, and then that's what the wood startled me. So so far, so far, dreams are the only things that have freaked me out enough to wake me up in a cold sweat. Yeah, that's somewhat been a side study of mine. I haven't been really doing as much as it before. I was trying to collect a library of, like, dream books just to, you know, I for that a crap, background dude. study. I don't. I don't like everybody trying to explain the dreams. Oh, it's just. Oh no, I don't do it unless people con- ask me. You're to. just confused in your own life. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> you know. Oh no, I don't do it unless people ask me. Like, hey, what what does this mean? So they'll they'll tell me their dream in detail. I'll write down what it is, and then I'll come back to them later. And like, and basically, what dreams could be is just you know, thoughts or things that happen during the day, and just it just replays in your mind in a really weird way. And some people look too much into dreams, and it's just a dream. I think I think every brain on the planet has a Pandora's box in it, and I think every night when you go to sleep, that little box opens a tiny bit. <laughs> and, you know, it's all about yeah. you know we don't use a hundred percent of our brains. You know, I don't know. I would rather I would rather believe that has something to do with us. You know, all these things. You know, like mm-hmm. um, yeah, like telekinesis. All um, any 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 science fiction idea, any idea that we've even come up with, even zombies, for example, they're all human ideas. They're ideas that we've come up with. Mm-hmm. Something about some of the more um, far-fetched ideas make me want to believe that um, these things could happen because we just you know subconsciously pull up some of these things um from you know the part of our brains like for example me and you you know speaking telepathically mm-hmm. that's a that's a human being no nobody else came up with that idea human beings came up with that idea so po- i think possibly th- that can happen you know i think i think if we figured it out how to use that part of our brain um you know and there's some people that believe that we that you know some humans possess that that capability. I think we pos- that ability. I, I think we we all possess the um, the zombie uh, the zombie sickness. See, and this would make and a would, great it, segue into <clears throat> talking about Fringe. Oh God, I don't <laughs> even know what that is. That's a show. It's another show on Friday night. <sighs> yeah, you is might it, like it. Nah, maybe I would. I know. I always I always sigh at, at these. Fringe, Anytime I bring lost, up a new show, Alcatraz, that you don't already, um, 
Well, Alcatraz, I'm not really on board anymore, like I told you. Um, and I don't think it's coming back for a second season, Good. which I'll be all right with. They cancel What's-Its-Name after three episodes, oh, the luck. one with Dustin Hoff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what we talked about last week. Canceled right. luck. Um, There's a couple shows on Showtime I want to check out, and Dexter is not one of them. <laughs> um, Nurse Betty, because I like Edie Falco. I like her as an actress. Mm. Um, I guess it's supposed to be she's a nurse, but she's strung out, I guess. I don't that's know. That's what I hear, I think too. that's the basis of it, but it's coming back for another season, so... Uh, any of these? Uh, Veep is something I want to check out because there's a, uh, it's got uh, Julie Louise Drivers, other known as Elaine from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. She's playing, I guess, a vice president. Oh, and it's it's a comedy. What is that on? That's I believe also on Showtime. If it's oh. not on Showtime. It's on HBO. Which good. HBO I just um, good for her. Found out about a show called The Newsroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it The Newsroom? Oh, I didn't write it down, but that's got uh, Jeff Daniels as a like big time network or. Or cable news anchor, I think. And Who? Jeff Daniels. Oh, I heard Jeff Goldblum. Oh, no. Although, last thing I heard he was on was one of the... Uh, <laughs> no, dude, my, oh, man, this would be a great time. If my brother wasn't working right now, I'd call him because he does the best <laughs> Jeff Goldblum impression. But he does the impression of him in Jurassic Park. It's it's really good. It's, hey, it's, any Jeff it's Bloom spot is, on, dude. It's, it's so good. But uh, that's, that's what he's been... <laughs> I can't think of the show. Law and Order. That's the last time I've seen him. Boo. Oh, wait. He uh, he was one of the main characters on it for a little while, wasn't he? Or still is? He was. I think he was on Criminal Intent. Which, I, one, I is love... Ice, which one is Ice-T on? He's on uh, SVU. I checked out one episode of Ice-T's reality show. Oh. Ice Loves Coco. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Don't ask there. me why. It was on something I was watching. I was well, watching Kardashians I'm or something. I'm not even going to go there. I do. I, 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 what, what do you call those? Guilty pleasures? Yeah. Sometimes, guilty sometimes pleasure I will go to E. Uh... I will admit that lately I've been, I only check out these shows maybe for like two minutes because of that Viggle app that I told you about. Because I want to get points so I can uh, get a, um, an Amazon or a, Cam, a Kindle Fire. And I need like over 3,000 or 300,000 points. So I have to go to the shows that have the most or the highest point, you know. And one of them is Jerseylicious. I have no idea what the show's about, but I tuned in for two minutes just to get the check-in points. What about, um, uh, yeah, some of these, sh- uh, see, and I used to be so against this crap until I started doing a radio show, <laughs> but like, you, I mean, you, you have to, you can't, you can't start doing a show hoping to only have one type of audience. You kind of, right. if you want to be success- successful, I think you have to, you have to indulge some of these stupid things mm-hmm. so that you had know what, to, you know, what, uh, you know about a broad range of entertainment stuff. You know, I used to hate to, uh, I used to hate the celebrity crap. But I've gotten into it only because, you know, there are people who listen to this show that are into that crap. And plus, we all have our different opinions about whatever it is that you might bring up right. anyway. Like, um, I, Even if you go back and listen to some of the earlier shows, I'm, I'm sure that all I do is, is, is crap on every single person. Mm-hmm. But now I don't do it as much because I'm falling in love with it. <laughs> that is interesting. How yeah. do you feel about David Lynch? Uh, David Lynch. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I, he's, he creeps me out. And... That was the first thing I watched before I watched the whole doll video thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was already set up for wanting to run away from a computer and kind of like... That's all I thought about I out in Hollywood was um, was David Lynch. And Mulholland Drive. Just he does... Yeah, just well, he's just a creepy weird... Hollywood. Weird creepy. Hollywood. Yeah. He's, Hollywood's weird. He just released a music video. He's actually releasing an album. 
which I am not going to buy. I'm not going to listen to it on Spotify. Uh, David Lynch. Oh. Um, I mean, the only thing that interests me the most is his hair, because every picture you see, his hair is in some kind of weird dollop of, I don't know, looks like it's, like, you know how you have like that, maybe like shaving gel or, or cream, and it just, it's like that, and he oh. just... Who's, it. who's the guy? You know who creeps me out? Just his, just his presence. He's got like one. He's got a little thin mustache. Oh, John Waters. Yes, John yes. Waters creeps me out, dude. He's a creepy guy, but he's also a very funny guy. I've never actually watched any of his too many of his movies, but very just, dark. I mean, I, I'd say I kind of have a dark sense of humor, but he's I like just his. I think it's that mustache and his yeah, it's the mustache and he his looks skeletal. Like yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, but he his, looks like a his stories like a when, he, when he's. Uh, people are interviewing him for anything um he's got the greatest stories like i would like to interview him just just to hear what he says like some of the stories he talks about um and just his views on like he's another one who's big i think against maybe censorship but he's a creepy guy but he's got some great ideas see that's the thing and i and that's a reason why i would like this show to go to be big someday and actually be a real show because i would like to i would like to get the attention of people who um you know actual people out there that are doing something whether in the entertainment business or politicians or whatever you know mm-hmm. when you get big you talk to real people right um not saying that babbling babs and other people we've had on the show are nothing they are people too mm-hmm. they're actually the salt of the earth mm-hmm. i love them but no i mean like but the thing is it's funny uh if you listen to a lot of shows some you know interesting people out there are not that interesting in real life mm. Some people who you would, it would be like, oh, they'd be great for an interview. They suck. Maybe they just suck at interviews <laughs> or they suck possible. at life in general. Maybe it's just the interview thing. Maybe, you know, because actors are eccentric people. I mean, for you to be able to, like, to play different characters mm-hmm. and do it so well, you have to be a little messed up in, in your head. You know, you got to be overly eccentric and just, like, you know... So maybe they maybe they do have some social awkwardness when it comes to being themselves. I think that perfectly explains. Uh, and I'm gonna mess up this guy's name again, probably Sasha Baron Cohen or Sasha Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, because that's yeah. He hates being himself. Exactly. He so he's always it. gonna be a character when you interview him. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he's promoting at that time, that's that character he's gonna be. So. Right now, he's going to be the dictator if you want to talk. That to him. show that he started was not good. I Allie don't know. How, I, yeah, I don't know how he. he I mean, because that's the first thing that he really did, right? That it must got have been him. big in England, I guess. Yeah, the, the English have a, they have a weird weird sense of humor. Sense of humor they, so you know what? I'm going to go ahead and not say that because I watch a lot of British uh, stuff, or I have been recently, and I'm like, it's not. Right. That's that's just something. That's an American thing. Maybe oh, it's an American just thing. Just oh, the British have weird sense of humor. They have bad teeth. Or and, maybe my sense and, of humor is more advanced yeah. than most Americans is, are. You know, the Germans like weird porno videos. These are things that you know <laughs> stereotypes. Um, yeah, they're stereotypes that Americans love because you know we're supposed to be. However, there are um, trendsetters of normalness. There are uh, panty vending machines in Japan. That is true. I just want to throw that out there. That's not a stereotype. Wait, panty vending machines where in Japan? Just in case, like, you soil a pair. So, not necessarily crap in them or pee in them, but you have some outrageous sex and you just sure. somehow or another get something on them and you got to buy some panties in the heat of the moment. I'm going to say yes. Sure. Or prior to sex because you've got uh, your, you like not wearing panties, but you're embarrassed to let people know that you don't wear panties. So before you have sex with this person, you got to get panties. 
jumping back real quick to the crazy <laughs> weirdness. Um, the reason why yeah. I brought up David Lynch is because he oh, yeah. is uh, he released a video called uh, Crazy Clown Time. It's actually a song. It's actually the name of the album as well. I'm not going to post this video. If you really want to see it, look it up. Be terrified on your own. Is it is it worth playing? No. You got to see it. You got to see it. And you don't want to play it here. It's just it's just weird and bizarre. Um, we'll I think it. the more I talk about we'll it. We'll do it on a Saturday show. Uh, yeah. Or, or if anything, we'll just do it like on a break and then you can see it for yourself. How about, I mean, it is a real thing. They did it in a, um, in a 30 Rock, going back to just weird fetishes, weird people, uh, the whole uh, pillow thing in Japan. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I don't know if is that's that, true. Uh, but I, I've... It's possible. I mean... I, I can't say... I can't, you know, actually say for a fact that I've heard it. I know I've heard it, but I can't say from where. So it makes me think that it is a real thing because... It's possible. They're, they're, they're into some weird things over there. Loving, just having a sexual... Having a, a, a human relationship with an inanimate object... Such as a pillow, but uh, you know, you got to give pillows credit, I guess. Credit? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, don't you never find yourself holding a pillow? You know, you. Yeah, I have, I have people, a body pillow. Right? Yeah, I mean, or like very you, you flip the pillow because the cold side of the pillow is comforting, or you know. I don't know about you. But both sides of my pillow are cold. I like it that way. Yeah, but the more your head's on one side, it warms it up. I have so uh, ice packs it. inside. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Are you kidding me? I am kidding you, yes. All right. How'd you go in there for a second, too? But have they even tried inventing something like that? A pillow Believe that me, stays cold? I'm pretty sure. There's, You know what? The website I'm thinking of is like um, Geek something. Uh, I don't know. But they have the craziest things. Like, oh, my God. I never thought they had that. The thing that I found there, and I was actually I was almost going to buy these for either my, my dad or my brother-in-law, was they have um, Superman or Batman socks that have capes on them. So your calves would have like capes in case you needed it. It's it's insane, and I had to show pictures of of this to like my mother and my sister because they didn't believe me. I think when I hear things like this, I I, I, I would I would go as far as saying we deserve a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve some sort of an apocalypse. We, do we have like we have three different things going on right now? Because I keep going back to like, and I'm thinking about um, guilty pleasures with stupid reality shows. We started talking about that and weird David Lynch and weird fetishes, and I think we probably even cut Mad Men a little too short, but. Uh, um, one other show I just wanted to ask you if you've seen, and I can't remember what station it's on. It's it's like it's a cross between my Mob Wives and Jersey Shore. I can't even say it really is, but it is about Italians in Brooklyn. But there's it's it's actually I would say it's it's it looks way more real than set up like an MTV reality show or uh, um you know what is it? It's Brooklyn, whatever Brooklyn's um area code is it's called brooklyn and then the area code one one two two one or something no and it's about a bunch of there's another guilty angry, pleasure here. angry overprivileged italian kids in in brooklyn and they just they're outrageous they're outrageous this and is another guilty pleasure of yours i've only seen one episode and i kind of almost want to look into it because hmm. it was something about it i don't know it appealed to me but we'll it jump back to Mad Men real me. quick. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, did you see the, um, there's a commercial for uh, a new oh. show that's starting, reality show? Oh, yeah, yeah, Monday nights. I think Monday. He's brushing off his microphone. That's what that noise was. Um, 
Yeah, it's about, about the two, two rivaling ad agencies. ad agencies. Yeah, that seems interesting to me because uh, again, I'm going back to the movie that I feel like kind of changed my life a little bit. Uh, Art and copy. It's a great movie, a great documentary. Go check that out. Uh, I only found it on Netflix. That's the only place I've ever seen it. But um, I like seeing how ad agencies work, and that's also what the appeal for me would add. Uh, Mad Men is about just seeing how they come up with ideas, uh, bring it to the client. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird the structure of um of I don't know if it's if it's changed much of the actual agency itself, the different people that operate um to um you know uh, it's it's a different sort of world as far as um like the restaurant business mm-hmm. or a lot of businesses where the customer is always right. It seems like the client. They can fire clients. They mm-hmm. can fire customers. Those are the people that are paying to keep an ad agency alive. Is that true to these days, or was that just something from back in the day? Or is, are they more, um, you know, like the customer's always right? Right. Nowadays, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the whole world has gone politically correct. So I wonder if, you know, there's or a, Don, if there's a Don Draper type out there that would toss somebody out for being like, no, that idea sucks. Let's go with this. Mm. No, the clients are never right. You know, mm. like clients come up with stupid ideas. But I mean, that's, that's, and it's funny, you know, like, oh, we gotta go. God yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Although if you're listening to the podcast, you have 54. to wait for a couple yeah. days. But 54 of the lost dialogue on radio.com. <laughs>